I see like the relationships I want as having to be face to face. Like our faces are looking directly, our eyes are locking all the time. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, a romantic relationship, especially to me, is not partner in crime. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not committing crimes. You know what I mean? We're, we're yeah. like one. <laughs> we're like totally together. So I feel like me as a social type, I'm trying to share myself, not necessarily yes. the information I know, but just like myself. On one hand, I think we have more social intelligence than the social blinds. But on the other hand, sometimes I'm so overwhelmed by it that I'm like, I can't do this. The Big Hormone Enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovich, uh, sexual self president with Bioling 458 Trifix. Hi, I'm David Gray, self president sexual 9 with 1974 Trifix. What up, it's Emika, I'm an 8 wing 7, sexual self president with 854 Fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy, I am a self president social 3 wing 4 with a If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. Okay. Hi, everyone. This is another episode of... Damn, now I just forgot the name of the fucking podcast. (laughs) Forgot the name of the podcast. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This is going great. Big hormone enneagram. There it is. Yep. Okay, you guys know what podcast this is. Uh, my name is Joseph. I am a social sexual for Wing 3 with six and one fixes. And, and hi, you- I'm Alexandra, back again. Um, we're here to talk about the social instinct. I am a social self-prez nine wing one with six and three. So we've got a couple contrasts here in the sense that I am an attachment type. Joseph is a hexad type. He's social sexual. I'm social self-prez. And we have probably a pretty interesting meeting place on how social is both thrilling and infuriating. Yes, exactly. And I guess if you're looking at both of our typings, the we both have what a secondary six wing seven. Are you six wing seven or five? I'm five. Oh, you're mm-hmm. five. Okay. So actually, so we we do have a six fix, but there actually are all differences between our fixes. So that's that'll be interesting for sure. Um Okay, so a few questions that uh, we want to talk about. The first one is contrasting social attachment versus hexad. Um, so this this is definitely an interesting point because I think the um, attachment types are almost like a pseudo social. Um, that's been part of my trouble too, is teasing mm-hmm. out the difference between what social is versus what attachment is, because I feel like they blend a lot. Like attachment yeah. is the strategy to like maintain the attachment. And to me, it's like, I don't, I don't even know what that would look like without social. Yeah. So I have a, a good friend who is uh, three wing two, um, but also social blind. So, and I'm a hexad type and I'm social. So we've had some interesting uh, conversations. One of the, I, I hope I can describe this well, but one of the conversations we had was, um, we were kind of talking about extroverted energy and what it's like, and, and Alexander, maybe you can, you have some, some insight on this too but she was like you know I have no problem going to social events like going to parties going like she's like I'll just show up um and be there and because of attachment it's almost like and especially specifically for you too like there's I have no problem going and I feel like I'm sort of supposed to go or supposed to do things I have obligations that kind of thing but when I'm there I can literally almost not be there like I can just be sitting there and 
uh, how do I explain this? Like not even like, like engaged. I, yeah, exactly. Like so I can go back into myself, but there's just a sense of like, again, almost like attachment. I'm still here. I'm here in this group. Whereas for me, I cannot socially disengage. Like if there are human beings around me, I'm like hyper aware of everything mm-hmm. that's happening and how I'm look and how I'm responding. And then, you know, I'm sure heart type doesn't, you know, like it's like an, almost an extra there too, that I'm like, okay, what's my image and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I will not, so I will not go. Like I can't just sort of show up to an event. I mean, for, you know, super negative type that basically is disappointed with everything all the time. <laughs> so I'm consistently disappointed in social, but um, yeah, it's like, I, it's almost the opposite. Like I will be selective and be like, no, I'm not going there. Those aren't my people, or I can't do this, or I'm just going to stay home because the energy of having of all these people around me is so exhausting. Whereas she's like, yeah, you know, I can, I mean, it, it exhausts her after a while, but she's like, I can go to a family function and like put on a smile or whatever. Like if I have to, I can just kind of disengage. And mm-hmm. for me, I'm not able to do that. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's just like social energy doesn't stress her out as much. Like she can tune out from it. Yeah. And I can't, I more relate to you on this end, obviously, like if I'm going to be at a social engagement, even if, if it's full of people I don't like in a topic I don't like and an event I don't care about, I'm still really plugged into everything that's happening because like, that's what I'm there for, you know? Yeah. So like, um, I do want to ask you, I'll, I'll get back to this. So being a, a negative type that does kind of have this like repulsion <laughs> towards everything, yeah. how does that <laughs> conflict? Do you feel like that conflicts with being a social? Like, how do you navigate being a four that is also social? Yeah, it, it's something I think about a lot. And I, it's, you know, sometimes, you know, when somebody asks you to talk about your core type and you're like, I don't even, I don't know what to say. It's almost like I yeah. can't <laughs> see it or something. But um, I will just say that I do have, again, like I'm, I'm really, really hyper aware of all people and all situations and like just walking outside. And you know that, I don't know if you've been, like I'll be in the elevator and somebody else will come in and it's like, oh, there's somebody else here. Like I can't ignore it, but mm-hmm. everything registers to me. And this is also secondary six, like another reactive type, but everything registers to me as like an intrusion, like mm-hmm. get the hell out mm-hmm. of the elevator. You're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it takes me time. So I start at no. I start sure. at, at, at like, you know, a rejection immediately. And it takes a lot to sort of get me to kind of like smooth over that. And then I might go from like, no to yes. And then once I find what's there, I'm still disappointed. And I like pull back again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you understand for, <laughs> um, but like, God. I do have this need, like, for example, um, you know, the social distancing and and isolation that we've gone through in the past couple of years has been like literal social hell for me, Mm -hmm. like just absolute hell. I love fine dining, for example, right? I get to feel (laughs) like, like a, you know, bitchy four wing three. And I get to feel like people are like, because, you know, fours are kind of like, already think that they're somehow superior in some way. So it's like, I'm just sitting here in lavish circumstances being served. It's like the perfect scenario. Um, (laughs) But it's also sitting there and seeing like, I don't know if you feel this way, but like just like feeling the energy of like the people over there at that table and they're talking and they're not talking to me. I don't like them, but they're, they're talking and it feels good just that they're over there. And I, I'm sensing all of these different kinds of like social interactions that are going on around me. And I feel like I'm, if it's a restaurant that I like, I feel like I'm supposed to be in the right place. So it's like, mm-hmm. I have to kind of pamper myself, but also it feels really good to sense 
other people's energy. And that was completely nonlinear. So I hope it made some sense. Yeah. I mean, that is interesting. It definitely sounds social. I would say also just from my, me being a different stacking, it also sounds very specifically social sexual. And like, tell me, tell me what you think about this, but I was thinking about part of the differences between, we're going to jump all over the place. I can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just do that. That's fine. Um, Okay. I was thinking that part of the difference between social sexual and social self-pres is the display part of sexual. Mm. Yeah. So I'm, I relate to some of the things about like feeling about enjoying feeling other people's energy, but there is a quality. And again, you can tell me if I'm, if I'm getting this right, or if I'm totally off base, but there is a, I sense also a quality of like, of like being on display in social yes. interactions because, and it's, you know, maybe it's because I'm a withdrawn type or we well, are also withdrawn. Type. Maybe it's because yeah. I'm an attachment type or just the nine or something like that. But, um, the, the lockdown has been almost no issue for me. So I think for me as a nine, as an attachment type specifically, part of my like, you know, cause I can be exhausted by social stuff too, but I think part of my attachment stuff is that I can get attached to social connections that are not that satisfying. Right. Okay. Yeah. So like, um, I was talking to John about the instincts, um, that the dominant instinct is really just having an appetite to have that instinct fulfilled. Right. Right. So, so I need, so in the, like right now I've just moved across the country. I now I'm in New York now. I don't have any kind of social network that is just mine. And so I'm feeling even, even though I'm not a super like outgoing, I don't like go out and socialize all the time. I am feeling this pressure to like secure something Okay. so that if that appetite ever comes up, I have it. Uh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so I think maybe maybe one of the differences between attachment types and hexad types is that you're going to be much more particular with how it's actually mm-hmm. satisfying. And I'm just going to be like, okay, this will do for now. And so yes. like part of what lockdown did for me was it gave me just like shut all that shit down. It gave me like perfect excuse to like not engage with these like mediocre attachments anymore. I mean, these mediocre social avenues. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fascinating to me. Uh, so I have to, I'll say also, um, so you're nine wing one, six wing five, three wing four, yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So so my partner is nine wing one, six wing seven, three wing four, and social mm-hmm. sexual. So okay. it's like very similar, but also social sexual. And I mean, I haven't asked him about this, but like, I just, yeah, I get the sense that he would probably agree. Like it may just be, yeah, like a hex adverse or just like a, a nine thing, but I don't think that the lockdown was that's stressful for him. Like I, I, I almost had to be like, you should go out again. You should go out. And like, you know what I mean? Cause yeah, like I'm super hyper particular and it's also a frustration type where I'm like, I need those social mm-hmm. connections and I need depth and I need all of that stuff. And I, mm-hmm. but I can't find it. And you know, it's just the whole stupid game that fours like to play or whatever, but <laughs> yeah, he seemed like he was just chill. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we were, you know, I mean, he wanted my attention. He didn't want to be like by himself, I guess, but it was of just course. kind of like, like I was, dying like every time they're like okay they're opening up like a mall like two hours away let's go and he was oh okay I guess you know what I mean so I don't think he um it may be as you said more of a difference between um uh, attach I wouldn't even say it's attachment I actually think we're just like in nine territory um mm, but like yeah, spe- attachment nine like it's it's I think it's pretty specific because um but you know yeah I'm just trying to think of my three friend as well because she's in it but she's three seven eight so she's like not triple attachment it may not mm. this might not be the best comparison but um, that's a really interesting thing. What you said that like it it almost forced you to shed off, like just to like scrape off some of the 
like dirt and start again. <laughs> Calling people yeah. dirt. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Hopefully my <laughs> friends are listening to this. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> lockdown really gave me the opportunity to just be like, all right, I don't have to, I don't have to maintain this. There's a there's a pandemic. Sorry, I'm just being safe. And I think part of the attachment for me, part of like my like attachment pressure plus social is feeling a need to maintain something for the sake of attachment. And like um, in the social space, it is like maintaining friendships that may or may not be that like gratifying and fulfilling just to have like a social avenue, just to have like something to like, I don't know, quench that thirst, if you want to say it that way, like when I do want to socialize. Yeah, this is interesting. because again, this, this may be another just like attachment versus hexad. It also may be sacking, but so one of the things that like, I, I was like known for as a teenager is, is like, again, this is my whole sort of trifix, but like designing my friend groups, like, like, or mm. like, for you know, I have a spare in high school with like one friend and we like do our thing, but then somebody else would be like, Hey, like I have a spare now too. Can I come? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> and it would be it maybe be like a friend I was even closer with but I was like this isn't you know what I mean this is our time you need yeah, to yeah, go yeah. over there because it's almost like yeah if I'm, if I'm gonna do one thing with you and we have certain kind of like interactions that are very specific that I need and somebody else enters into the mix it just changes the entire dynamic to it the does, point where yes. like I would actually ruin friendships because I'd be like you're not coming with us um and, and I didn't understand why people didn't get it you know what I mean? Like, why, why do you not understand? Like, I, I still care about you and I still want to see you like tomorrow, but not now. Um, right. Right. And part of that might play into stacking as I think it's more of, of like, yeah, like, you know, triple attachment versus hexad too, but um, it may play into, I was just going to say something about social sexual, you know, to me, I see social sexual, like, like sexual is just kind of like moth to a flame, right? Wherever the interesting mm-hmm. thing is that can burn you, that can make you excited and whatever high, all that, you're going to go to it. So mm-hmm. I find that social sexual people are a little bit more, I guess, what looks like, like frivolous, like these are my friends or like, I love my family, but only the people I actually really like, do you know what I mean? Whereas <laughs> I find the social self-pressed people I know are a little bit more like, listen, if they're family, they're family. And if that's a birthday party, then it's a birthday party. Like stuff that's sort of a physical marker of a social event or some kind of like literally, but family is like a physical connection. They're like blood. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel like maybe social self-pres people of any type might value that more. What do you Mm, think about that? A physical connection. That's a cool way to put that. Um, Yeah, like a built upon thing. Yeah, so this is something that I was thinking about because like my best friend is a social sexual seven and her Mm -hmm. and I like over the years have talked about like the differences and how we make connections. And I feel like her as a social sexual, she has a much easier time, like getting to the fun, interesting, like juicy display thing Mm -hmm. that attracts Mm -hmm. people to her very quickly. It's like really tough. I'm much more, you know, granted she's also an assertive type and I'm a nine. So that's a difference too. Right. Yeah. Um, But even still like, other social sexual nines that I know have an easier time just kind of like putting themselves on display, you know, to attract people. I don't think that I'm trying to attract people socially. Um, On top of that, I feel like as a social self-pres, like I am looking for connections that are going to stand like on their own without a lot of like interaction. Maybe that's just me being like a lazy as fuck nine too. Yes. I feel like that's nine. My partner will do the same thing. Yeah. I feel like there's a difference between like a fun, frivolous conversation 
but like I can have a fun, frivolous conversation with someone and know that like those roots aren't going to go any deeper. So it's easy for me to dismiss it. Like the self-pres part to me feels like I'm looking for a social connection that's going to have like a foundation that's going to last. Yeah. I feel like that gives me like a pretty boring approach sometimes because like I'm kind of approaching all my social connections pretty seriously. But that, I don't know, that's the main difference. Like, I feel like I do have really long lasting, um, like stable connections, but I have a really hard time kind of throwing myself into like the fire in the beginning. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have a good friend. I've had her for years. Uh, she's a social self president 918. And I think she would say the same thing. I think our friendship has endured. I mean, I say endured, like it wasn't difficult but like it's it's lasted a a long time um I I mean I guess endured because like we don't actually spend that much time together and every time we see each other I feel I mean she's a nice and you know and she's um Stockholm but like it's the same kind of thing where I do feel like we you know we have a connection but there it's hard I mean I'm I'm gonna sort of get like I don't know abstracty I guess here but no go for it when I sit down with her there is something that I mean we're close but there's still there's something where, yeah, it's exactly what you said. Like, she's like, this is something that is true and it lasts and we can just sit here and just mm-hmm. be together. And that's it. That's the friendship. Um, whereas like um, my friend Ikram, she's in the group. We we just hung out uh, a few days ago. She's social sexual seven as well. It was the first mm-hmm. time we had met. And oh, cool. we sat down together and it was like, yeah, we were friends within like 30 seconds. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like it was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, again, so yeah, she's seven, but still it was just kind of like, we were already talking about, I was like, yeah, so like, tell me, like, I, it was like two seconds. And she was like, you know, telling me something that was, I don't know. I don't remember what we talked about, but it was like very instantly raw. Just like, like, it's like <laughs> social undressing, just kind of sure, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't get that sense with well, any, any other stacking really, but it's like, yeah, the second I sit down with a social sexual person, I Again, so yeah, when I met my partner three years ago and very, very, very quiet person, but it was the same kind of thing. It was just like, there's just like, a, like you know, your chest is, with, with anything with sexual, your chest is sort of cut open. Like I can just mm-hmm, put my mm-hmm. hands and, and pull out organs, heart, whatever in your brain. It's just kind of, this is a sense of openness that I'm not getting from, from social self-pres or really any other stacking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely don't feel like I present as like, super open or super like, uh, charged or <laughs> like yeah. any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's like, I have felt that that's a setback for this particular, for my particular stacking, because like, obviously still being a social type, I want the social connection. And sometimes yeah. I feel like the self-press kind of inhibits me from, from like hooking it right away. Um, yes. but the lasting yeah. thing, I mean, what you said, I, I mean, that that's, I guess something, the reason, you know, David, links social sexual to seven and and that is multifaceted that connection social sexual seven is two because it's it's like a fire that burns and then it's gone and everything's burned up you know what i mean so it, mm, it doesn't mm-hmm. self-press does it is focused on lasting right like it's let's make this concrete physical it's not just like you know again that's the nature of a sexual instinct you just you come together you you know spiral you and then explode and it's over you know what i mean you kind of like to the death sort of thing. And so that it kind of does that with social interactions too. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then like, like it's sort of yeah, like that yeah, yeah. happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And even what you were saying about your social self-pres nine wing eight friend, like I do feel yeah. like I am that friend to my friends that they can 
like we can just pick up where we left off and then we just kind of like vanish until the next time. <laughs> right. Like, I don't yeah. think I'm the friend to like call up to go to like a cocktail party or to go to like some like thing and just like dance around flames with, but I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like the, like a step behind that. I don't know if behind is the right word, but I'm like more of a background presence, I think. Yeah. And it sounds like it's like, you know, nine with like combined with that kind of social self-pres thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the difference between feeling the difference between the two stackings was like very eye opening for me. Like very eye opening. Like yeah. man, they really are like worlds apart. Yeah, which is yeah. interesting that the motivation is the same. It's just the style is so different. Hey everyone, this is Alexandra. This is just a quick plug for myself. Um, as some of you know now, I have an Instagram account called at Angry Enneagram Nine where I post nine memes and in my stories, it's pretty interactive space where we're all just sharing nineness and, you know, talking and learning together. In tandem with this, I've started offering um, astrology readings. Um, The reason this is helpful is because especially attachment types, we need mirroring in order to really realize a lot of our potential. So birth chart can show you what that potential is. We're starting pretty basic where I'm just kind of offering constructive insight based on what I'm seeing in the chart. So it's not open to just nines. I've had some sixes. I've had some twos. I've had some threes come in. Um, It's open to anyone. So again, you can DM me at angry Enneagram nine on Instagram and we'll start from there. I, I mean, obviously I need, we all need friends of like all types, all stackings. And it'd be as much as I love to say, I hate this and I hate that. It would be stupid to say that you like <laughs> hate an entire, but um, I do find that I, I craved, like I made an effort to look for a partner, for example, who was social sexual. And, and when I do find, most of my friends are not social sexual because I, most people are just self-pressed social. And so like, that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do find that I crave that. Like I crave like that, again, that feeling of just sitting down and being like, oh, whatever it is that you're doing again, for me, it's like, I won't go dancing. I won't go to a club or whatever, but it's like, yeah, if we're just sitting and talking, that's my thing. Like I'm very chatty. So mm-hmm. if I can do that with another person who is the same stacking as me, it is sort of like electrifying and something that I like need. Um, and I don't know if you feel that, or if you feel kind of like more of an affinity with, cause sometimes it helps like, you know, for example, nines like to be often around people who have larger personality so they don't have mm-hmm. to like I don't know come out and exist so much all the time <laughs> right. every second um so I don't know if you feel that way as well about the stacking or that's so funny about the nine that's <laughs> I don't think I don't think I ever would have put it that way but it's so oh. true <laughs> just like let me be in my cave you do it all for me please yeah well it's like because you can just especially with social nine right I see it it's like can I sit here and exist and you know present and just attached like I'm here I'm attached you know what I mean I'm I'm absorbing it's nines want other people to rev up the energy for them and they Mm -hmm. can kind of glide on those waves but like the nine Mm -hmm. is not going to be the person who's going to like start that engine especially not you know a sexual blind nine so yeah (laughs) yeah yeah okay so let's see with stackings I don't know that I pay too much attention or or like seek out particular stackings, but I have noticed that in the interactions that I have with other social self-pres, there is an instant kind of like, oh, this is like my species of people. 
Yeah. This is, there is like a, there is just like a style that they have that resonates with me. And maybe it's all of my attachment stuff that finds um, like relief or I don't know if relief is the right word, but finds relief or some kind of like thrill in the resonance. So when I see somebody else that has like a similar style, I'm like, oh, thank God there's another one. Like that is like validating to my existence. (laughs) Cool. Um, but yeah, I do have an easy time with social self-pres like there is, and maybe this is like a really disconnected way to say it, but I, there's like an instant respect that I tend to give them. Um, there's just like a style in which that they present mm-hmm. themselves and speak that feels like it mirrors the way that I try to present myself and speak. Yeah. It also, I think it just feels comfortable. I think because me having a self presmental means that there is like a, don't get close to me kind of, at least that's right. how I um, experience myself that like, I do want social interactions, but I need you to stay like on the other side of that line. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. come closer or I get like stressed out or you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like all of my like order gets disrupted and then I, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes that is nice where I can have like, obvi- like I lo- obviously my best friend is a social sexual. So like I have friendships that are not my stacking, but, um, yeah, there is an instant, like, again, a nine flavor. There's an instant calm that I have with other social self presence because we can generate this social energy without it feeling disruptive. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, 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 exactly. And I mean, I think social sexual is like deliberately disruptive. Right. Because <laughs> social self press can be actually the most like violent, disruptive, like stacking in a sense, uh-huh. um, in one yeah. way. Um, but social sexual is almost like, yeah, it's again that like social undressing kind of disruptive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, we can even look at like politics and stuff like that. Like Tupac yeah. is a social sexual, so he is disruptive in like a pop culture kind of celebrity way. Yeah, yeah, and Eminem. And, and Eminem, that's right. And um, isn't Martin Luther King, MLK is social self-prez, right? He's yeah. a, mm-hmm. an eight. And somebody else, um, Malcolm X, a social self-prez yeah. six. Hitler. So there's like, district- <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, him too. Yeah, fun. <laughs> so like structurally, we could say structurally disruptive as opposed to like a one-on-one yes. kind of level. Yeah, I'm trying to, that's it. I'm trying to kind of map that out in my head. So yeah, social self-pres is like structurally disruptive. That's perfect. And then social sexual is like. Uh... Like more on an immediate energetic level, maybe. Yeah. Like we could yeah. say energy, sexual is energy and self-presence structure yeah that makes sense but it's not perfect and I you know at some point yeah, this yeah. Call, maybe I'll, I'll figure it out but yeah there, there's definitely something there um why don't we go into what does closeness mean you know or even like like why yeah. don't we why don't we say like what is the aim of social like yeah, what is the thing that we're trying to secure yeah Okay. Because I yeah, feel I like, especially to the sexual blinds that host the podcast, like there's clearly a lot of confusion on what the fuck social is. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes listening to it stresses me out because I'm like, that's not what we're talking about. That's yeah, not yeah. what it is. It's so much deeper than what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that one of the common, um, I know that one of the common like instinct misunderstandings is that one-on-one intimacy continues to be attributed to sexual instinct, where that is extremely social. Like a one-on-one intimate kind of like sharing or something is is social. It's nothing else. It's fucking social as fuck. (laughs) It's just pure social. Yeah, exactly. It is absolutely nothing. And more specifically, I'd even say that like, 
you know, if, even if you're talking about your romantic partner, um, you are still like, when you, when you have a partner that you live with, right? Like 90% mm -hmm. of what you do every day is not the sexual instinct. It's just mm -hmm. social stuff and self press stuff. It's like, babe, what's that smell? Like, you know, right. like, did you do yeah. laundry? Did you <laughs> yeah. fart? Or like, yeah, you know what are you what thinking? Yeah. What do you, yeah. What, what, what are you thinking? Yeah. Or, or like, you know, are we going to spend time together tonight? And like, why aren't we talking? And you know, it's all social and self press <laughs> stuff, right? Like that's, and that's, that is, it doesn't matter that it's a romantic connection. Um, mm -hmm. I actually think I might be wrong about this. I actually think the sexual instinct is sometimes not even designed to be like, like, it's not, it's not, well, yeah, John has talked about this. It's not really like a monogamous instinct. When you're, when you're in a relationship with somebody for 10 years, you're not necessarily doing sexual instinct with them every day. Like that's, that's yeah. not what your life is. Um, it's social. So, um, God, what the hell was the original question? I just can't like, Oh, like what closeness is and like what social, what, like what is social basically? You know, speaking of which, let's just <laughs> do it, do it. It's, because I love it's related. It. This is another, this is another problem with, with my stacking versus yours is that like, I, I cannot, like it's, it's, it's groundless. It's that again, it's that seven ish <laughs> thing. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't remember what I was, it's, I'm just sort of again, it's sort of like moth to a flame. Like, oh, there's something else I want to say. Like I have to jump, I just have to jump at that and just like dive into it and bathe in it. And it's not, and I've forgotten, uh, hopefully I have enough actual information for this to have structure, but it's just, it's not <laughs> natural for me to speak in a structured way. So that that's another kind of difference. Okay. Remind me one more time what the question was. Well, just to even bounce off of that. Like okay. that is that exact quality is one of the reasons or is one of the like benefits that I get from being around social sexuals. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I can try to display myself in too much of a structured way that then the like, like energetic kind of sway, I tend to lose that. You know what I mean? Like yes. I don't, I don't, I forget to like focus on the juicy parts. So then when we, when I can kind of like unstructure and float around, I'd feel like I do get my point across much better. Yes, you know, and yeah. then in the other sense, like, I feel like I'm pretty good at bringing us back down to, I'm speaking about my, my social sexual friend that I mm -hmm. mentioned earlier, but like when her and I are in conversations, I feel like it is me that brings us back to like, okay, this was the question. <laughs> Let's go back. Yeah. To yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it, it, of course it depends on type too. Like I even have like, oh, I, my tri type is not really, well, okay. I don't know. I, four is totally kind of all over the place, but like, you know, I have a one fix. So it's, if I'm, mm -hmm. if I'm with a social sexual seven, nine, three or something, I'm going to be the one who's maybe like bringing things back. Like it, it does mm -hmm. depend on, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it is just this idea it, it, there, because some people just speak in a scattered way, but with my stacking, it's almost like there's something interesting over there that I thought about. I it's, it's always important for me. It's almost a sort of seven ish. Yeah. Like a selfish kind of like, I'm interested. There's fire over there. I'm going, I always use the moth to the flame thing. Cause it's like, Ooh, go over there. It doesn't matter what <laughs> you're doing over here. Like if you were busy trying to build something up, I'm just like, Oh, but you know what I mean? And I have to kind of jump to something yeah. else. And yeah, to that's how it. I do closeness. That's how I do connections mm -hmm. as well. Right. Like this, it's almost selfish um, because that's what the sexual instinct is. Right. It, it's sort of just like um, objectifying selfish and, and like you can kind of do social that way. Cause it's like, well, this person's interesting and this is interesting. And I'm going to go over here. Hmm, that's an interesting way to put that. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. What does closeness mean to me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like what yeah. is social? And I guess I'm mostly asking that because I feel that the social blinds need that question answered. <laughs> yeah. Um, or I mean, just fleshing out what intimacy is because like I am under an impression 
and under a very biased, obviously, impression since I'm a social type, but I'm under the impression that all emotional intimacy is social. I might be totally wrong about that, but I see it as like, you are seeing the other person for who they are. They are seeing you for who you are. And, and you get to enjoy and develop a love and a trust and a, and a bond based on nothing selfish. You know, yes. maybe that's biased too, because I'm saying that sexual is selfish, but you know, based on no, well, like, no, like, um, gain, maybe, you know, yeah. it's just like, that's a beautiful flower. And I just want to love that flower or something. Yeah. Self-pres is stuff bodies. Um, you know, sexual is again, just like the, um, attraction strategies. It, it, mm-hmm. it's, it has something to do with, with like human beings as like people like the, the whole like it has something to do with identity the entire concept of communication identity even song like social blind um artists often have music that doesn't even have melody because a melody is like like a it's like a form of it's like saying a sentence it's a form of communication it's like some kind mm-hmm. of song right so it's like mm-hmm. it, it is this anything that has anything to do yeah with communication intimacy is social obviously like true love that kind of thing is or beyond instinct it's kind mm-hmm. of like something else but um yes the need to form any kind of closeness inter like as you said in a way where it's not just like what's interesting to me is social and so we're always doing all three you're gonna like I'm, I have sexual second you still have sexual somewhere and it's you're gonna be doing it so it, it it's hard you these they're never isolated Mm-hmm, um, so mm-hmm. you're always going to feel sometimes where you're like, have that, that sexual thing, that selfish, that like running towards whatever interests you sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but yes, this, like to me, closeness, like I'm just trying to think about how I've particularly like. What would you say social juice is for you? Like what's the mm-hmm. kind of quality like in people that you look for? You, you mentioned depth. I'm sure that like, you know, there's like a level of fun in there too. Yeah. I feel like when I'm with a, like when I'm, when I'm kind of in that social space, it's almost like throwing a ball back and forth kind of thing. Mm, You're just mm -hmm. so excited. And there's a little bit of adrenaline when you catch the ball, like you get a little (laughs) bit of a high and then you throw it back and they caught it. And and you're, you're in this kind of synergy where you're like just doing this thing back and forth, but it's, it's not, it's like, not, you said, it's not selfish because you need them to throw the ball to you and you get a high off of seeing them catch the ball not just mm-hmm. that they threw yes. it to you. Like you're saying, like, oh, you caught it too. And I'm the one that threw it. That's cool. And um, so this is kind of like back and forth. And and it's like when it's really good, you're kind of whipping that ball back and forth really fast. And you're just in, in this like groove. And <laughs> at some point it dips and then the, the ball like falls on the ground and you're just kind of like, okay, I guess we're done for today. I mean, this is my very kind of like boorish, like, you know, at, at some point I'm disappointed. I'm like, I'm, I'm bored of this, this ball. Like I look at it, I'm like, why did I ever want to catch this ball? You know, um, <laughs> but I did and it felt really good while it was happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting too. Cause like I resonate with, with like pieces of that, but I feel like my, um, my like flavor of it, maybe being, maybe not having sexual as a middle instinct is much, a lot more still. Like there is a sort of passing back and forth and there is a sort of like, like breathing in the air, the other person is exhaling and like back and forth like that. Like, just like, who can I keep this sort of like breath cycle going with? Um, But it is much more still. Like for me, it's almost like if I have nothing 
to offer a person and they still want to hang around, that's what a social connection is to me. Like almost right. like, and maybe that's not even like, if I'm not, hmm, that's that doesn't yeah. still doesn't feel super right. right. Like okay. I feel like I'm close, but I feel like it's not super right. Like, um, maybe it's me being sexual blind that my, my flavor of social connection is if I'm not like exciting the other person and they still want to be around me, that's a, that's a social connection. If they're not exciting me and I still like care about them, that's a social connection to me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, there are definitely people I love that don't excite me 24 um, seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but I also need, yeah, if we're not doing that ball thing, if I'm not getting a high off of it, I'm kind of just like, I don't, it sucks, but I will just like drop friends. Like I will just be mm-hmm. like, we, we were friends back then. You know, I like care about you. Like I legitimately feel like a love, um, mm-hmm. but I don't ever want to see you again. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Just because you're, you're so not interesting. Yeah. Like you're, you're not, you're not, we're not that thing that I need when I'm sitting there and I'm just like, Oh my God, <sighs> throwing that ball back and forth. And it's so exciting. And I want to catch the ball and I want to throw it back to them. And it's really exciting. Um, it's rare for me to, again, not have that moment where I look at that ball and I'm like, why did I ever want this? Right. I, there's only a few people in the world that I, I consistently can do that with. Um, and mm-hmm. if that stops, if I meet up with them a few times and I'm like, Hey, we kept doing the ball thing and it just kept falling on the ground. Um, <laughs> I won't see them anymore. Like mm-hmm. I just, and I won't even be because I'll be like, I, I care about you. I love you, but no. Right. Right. Okay. So it sounds like maybe the social sexual stacking is a lot more immediate and active. Yeah. And I mean, I think that the kind of negativity and like all the kind of the cutthroat thing that I'm talking about is really just like my trifix. Um, sure. Yeah. There's a, but there's yes, a I think there flavor. may be, yeah, exactly. And I think, but I think they're, like you said, yeah, they're exactly, there may be this sense of, um, because of sexual middle of like play. It's also like sin mm-hmm. flow. It's just like, let's play. We're going towards each other, that kind of thing. Like it's, it's, you know, there, yeah, there's an immediate energetic thing that I need to hook into or else I'm not interested. Mm, yeah, that's good. The towards each other is good too. Cause I don't, I don't think I experienced that much or like, that's not necessarily mm-hmm. something I look for. In fact, like Sometimes okay. the coming towards me stresses me out and I have an immediate like, hey, back up, back up. <laughs> like this oh. is like a, like a, um, it's not always, like sometimes it is like a real thrill to move forward, but I do feel like my instinct is to move back so that there's okay. focus so that we can That's just like, yeah, let's see. Like you mentioned something about um, partners. I think like my, with my social self-pres stacking, my like ideal, the ideal that I look for, like this like fantasy that I've always had in my head of like the ideal partner is something where we can be active with each other, but also the connection is still there when we're not active with each other. And maybe there is like the nine flavor, but there is yeah. like a sort of like animal presence, animal disconnected, but still connected kind of like yes. energy that's there. That's interesting because, and again, I don't know, I'm actually not even sure what to attribute this to, if it's my trifix or whatever, but I am very stressed out. Again, that ball drops, like, mm. and I want to be, like, it's almost like, it's over, it's done. And I have to, you, you like, feel like you're, you have to pick that ball back up and do something. Cause you're like, how can we just sit here with that ball just sitting on the ground? Like, what the <laughs> hell are we doing? We're not doing anything. Um, and so it's, you know, for me, that might be like conversation, um, but it could just be anything. It could be even like, let's go, for, like, we have to just be in some kind of synergy. Like if I'm mm-hmm. uncomfortable and you don't notice that I'm uncomfortable and I want to get up and move and you're like sitting, then we're not together. And it's like, I, I, I'm so stressed out about that, that I have to leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's interesting. So that leads to maybe we can get into like what causes social anxieties and like how we're tracking closeness mm-hmm. and like, you yeah. know, assessing relationships and stuff. Because I notice, like in my relationship history, what always stresses me out the most isn't necessarily when there isn't a back and forth. It's when I feel like we cannot get it. Okay. You know, like if I feel like it's not available to me, that's when I stress out. Like if I feel like when I want to engage, it's not there and available. Like uh, we'll say, like in my last relationship, there was a lot of like social interaction at first, and then like slowly, kind of over time, it was this. It became this dynamic where like. I could go to him and know that that ball wasn't going to be passed forward, you know, like passed back and forth. I was like, Oh, we don't do this. Like that's, that's what stresses me out. Like I need to know that like the function is still there. If, if we're inclined to go there. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I think I mentioned at some point, I I see a lot of um, self-social specifically, but probably just sexual blind in general people like on dating profiles say stuff like, I'm looking for my best friend or sorry, I'm looking for my partner in crime. And then when Mm. they get married, they're just like, I'm so excited to be marrying my best friend. And I was like, do you (laughs) fuck your best friend? Because like, (laughs) I hope that he's not your best. Like, so that is really confusing to me because, you know, best friends, that kind of like term. And I actually, okay. I, I call social sexual or maybe David does, I don't remember the best friend stacking because of that instant closeness and and the way mm-hmm. that everything's kind of frivolous. But still, I think about best friends. Friends in general are like, you know, we're standing side by side and we're holding hands and we're both looking forward. And that's partner in crime. Do you know what I mean? Because you both have to be mm. looking. I see like the relationships I want as having to be face to face. Like our faces are looking directly, our eyes are locking all the time. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, a romantic relationship, especially to me, is not partner in crime. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not committing crime. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're yeah. like one. <laughs> we're like totally together. And, and same, yeah. same even with friendships. Like if I'm, if I'm sitting down and I'm talking or whatever, I need to get some juice out of this. And if you're not looking right at me, mm-hmm. do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, mm-hmm. then, and you're, you're side, the side to side thing is what I feel sometimes with sexual blinds. And there's something nice about that. But mm-hmm. Because sometimes with, yeah, like social sexuals, it's almost like it's too much. Um, but still, it's like, that's that's the way I'm going to do it. Like, you know, the person's like trying to stand side to side to me and I'm like looking, trying to peer around to see their face <laughs> kind of thing. Like, can we look in each other's eyes? And yeah. <laughs> that, again, would be different if I were saying 963. Like, I'm really intense. Like, I'm just like too much. But still, I think that what a 963 would do, say, with a social se- sexual stacking would be similar to what you're doing where you're like, it, it's more periodic because you have to kind of go back to yourself a little bit more. But mm-hmm. I still think that when it happens, it's almost like I just completely melted into that person. I'm, I'm like done. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's no boundary. I just totally, like, yeah, melted down into this water, into this pool of people. And Whereas I think you're probably better at actually just, like, putting up a wall, which, I mean, it depends if you need the wall or not, but. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm trying to flesh out the differences between that, because I relate to some of it, but then some of it I don't. So I'm trying to find that, like, common denominator there. Would you say, how do you feel about merging in a social instinct again that could be a lot of nine flavor but like a lot of what I feel as social intimacy and like closeness and and connection is a sort of like capacity to emotionally merge even even in friends like even in just like platonic friendships if we can if we can like be on the same like emotional way if we have the capacity to be on the same emotional wavelength and like 
see things. Yeah, this is pretty attachment, but maybe pretty nine too. Like see things the same way, even even just know that it's possible. That feels like that feels like closeness to me. It doesn't have to be there all the time, but at least knowing that the capacity is there feels like like something that I want to build on and keep and last. So okay, you know what I noticed with nines versus like like if I'm just thinking about different like yeah the way I would do merging and closeness and connection and that kind of thing is um nines like you know I see social nines will do things where they will absorb my emotions so much that they've lost their own not realizing (laughs) maybe that's actually something they did that made me feel an emotion that was negative so Mm. it's like without you know just maybe without realizing it like they did something it made me upset and now I'm upset so they're upset (laughs) but, <laughs> yes I relate but and so they're just soaking up like yeah like the emotion like we're we're one emotionally like as you were saying that I was just like oh yeah that's that's sort of like what nines do when I'm doing it it's more like I'm always I don't know how to merge like I don't that's not something I know how to do but I do want to uh like I don't want you to feel what I feel I want you to have your own feelings but I want us to like I, like meet somehow yeah like meet or I don't know discuss them or understand or uh, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, I think this is a conflict between like hex hat and so, cause I, I do want, I do want closeness, but it will mm-hmm. never be like, okay. Yeah. I think, so this is it. I think sometimes like nines, like will lose themselves in, mm-hmm. in, you know, I'm just feeling what you're feeling. Like it's, it's so much empathy. I've mm-hmm. never felt that. Uh, <laughs> sometimes like, you know, if you were upset, I would sort of get upset, but I'd be like mad at you. I'd be like, stop that. You're, like you're invading <laughs> me. And I don't want to feel that. And I'm, and I'm going to immediately like, okay, let's try to fix this. Can we talk about it? Like, why are you feeling that way? Whatever. And, and then the nine will sense my energy as being angry and then feel my anger. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, just all, it's all emotional sucking. And I'm like, wait, I just yeah. want to kind of, so I do want us to connect. I think that we both like want that like closeness and that connection. And it's really important for socials to like, to, to kind of constantly be monitoring that, but there's a really different way that, that we would be doing it. You know what I mean? It's almost like yeah, you're talking about like an accidental empathy. And I'm talking about like this very kind of like, I let's get out a clipboard and start kind of drawing lines and seeing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really interesting. I have, I can absolutely see myself in that. Like there are definitely times where my partner's upset and I just like, it's like, I just get like sucked right into it. And suddenly I'm in that place too. Or another thing yeah. that happens to me as a social nine sometimes is I can feel him, like I can feel his emotions flare up. I can feel some kind of like storming happening. You know, it was easy yeah. for. Uh, yeah. I can feel some kind of like <laughs> storming happening there. And then it like enters my thing and I'm like, uh-oh, he's upset. The social, you know, and this is my social tracking. I was like, he's upset. Is he upset with me? We have to address this right now. But then it can be difficult because I can lose my sort of external place and get sucked into it. And then we're just in his space. And I'm like, well, fuck, the social thing is like, we're fucked. Now, what do we do? I can't get out of this. You're upset. I can't. I'm not outside of it to be able to help you. Yes, Um, exactly. But that is like part of my like social anxiety is just like I need things. And especially as a nine too. like. I think what I'm hearing you say is that you like the meeting, you like, like, like to, um, what's the, not parallel, perpendicular. Do you Mm -hmm. like that, like that meeting point? Yes. But let's see, what's the rest of my sentence? Yeah. (laughs) It's like the, I mean, I guess it's like the meeting without the full merging, like be your own person still. It's not merging. Exactly. (laughs) It's never merging. Um, but it's definitely like connecting, linking, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, you, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I have fingers, you have fingers, we can like link them together, but we're not just going to kind of smush them together into one big gelled thing. 
Um, right. <laughs> yeah, and 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 what you're saying is that this happens all the time where, yeah, exactly. Like I'm, my emotions will be all over the place, and my partner will sense them, maybe think there's something wrong, and then immediately like retreat because he can't even handle it. And then I'm mad because I'm like, well. I actually yeah, I, I'm social <laughs> so I'm like yeah where are you wake up come back to me but then he can't he's already absorbed me so it's like I need to give him like two hours to like get me out so that we can talk about like, <laughs> you know what I mean and I want to talk about it now because I'm perfectly aware of like what I want to say and what my sure. thing is and then of course I'm sure you, like the more a nine gets kind of like overwhelmed and confused the more they're like I don't know what I'm saying and it's wrong and then the yes other person's reacting even more because you're saying something you're like wait that wasn't even what I meant but they're like what yeah <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Jesus that's an interesting dynamic the four, the social four, social nine, and even just a social nine with a social five four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we have a lot to relate to on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I keep bringing up, like, I don't know, I can't help but bring up the nine four thing just because I think it's impossible for us to talk about. The, I think the mistake that some people make when they get into the Enneagram or whatever is, is they they learn one concept like instinct and then everything in their life is somehow related to that one thing and it's like mm -hmm. this is really all a synergy like I I feel strange just talking about social sexual because I keep thinking about like wait but like would all the other social sexuals I know even relate to what I'm saying so I keep wanting mm -hmm. to kind of contrast you know what you're saying yeah. but I don't know it's probably just making this really scattered I don't know <laughs> I mean, I think even this could probably be an, an another example of like social, I don't know, something is like, we can only speak to our own perspectives. Like, so I feel like me as a social type, I'm trying to share myself, not necessarily yes. the information I know, but just like myself. Well, like what, like what's more important than the information about myself? That's the value. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, even as making reference to the fact that we're both in four nine relationships and knowing that that's something we can relate to is like a social aim. Yeah. I was just kind of thinking meta about this, this whole podcast in general. And I'm thinking about <laughs> um, the, the usual kind of like dynamic that's probably on the podcast. Um, and I'm like, this is going to be so different. Oh <laughs> because yeah. Because we're like, we're like full on having like a, like a conversation um mm -hmm. and connecting I feel sometimes you know if I'm, if I'm talking to social blinds that like we go from just talking shop like just talking about that thing that interests us or whatever because we're in it where it's like connecting on sexual in a way like okay what's that spicy mm -hmm. thing we both like talking about the enneagram or whatever and then maybe we'll talk about each other's personal lives but you know when social blinds talk about their personal lives it's always slightly like there was no segue to that like you're just like uh oh <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but like, I feel like, you know, with the two of us on this call, we're kind of without saying it, I, th I think that if we listen to it back, besides how like, just two things. One, we are being so awkward right now, because like, it's just like, <laughs> oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, we, we've, we've, I don't think we've ever talked on the phone before. No, um, no. <laughs> so this is our first meeting and it's really difficult for us to just, I think, just kind of like gel and chill. And that's something that like, like we're, we're not able to stop doing social as we even talk about social. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So we're, yeah. we're trying to like get accustomed and get into, again, trying to throw that ball back and forth or whatever. And it, it's and new. And, and the other thing is like, yeah, we're, we're actually having a conversation with each other, like as human beings, which is something that I don't think social applies. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I know, agree with um, that. 
Yeah. I think that there is in, in speaking to like the, the meta thing that you were talking about, like, I think the, yeah, the dynamic of this episode is going to be really different because we have, how do I say this? Like, and maybe they'll disagree, but from, from what I can <clears throat> see out from like the outside perspective, which is, we'll come back around to that, which seeing from an outside perspective is also super social, is that I feel like we sound like we're talking to each other. Yeah. As opposed to like delivering information. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like what else would we do? Um, yeah, I'm sort of like, because I'm like, okay, I really want to talk about all this information that I have, but I'm also like, I don't really know you. Um, and oh, right, I, I, yeah. You know, so I, I was I was like locked between like, uh, like overwhelmed by like new person you know, oh, totally, person I like, totally. but like, it doesn't matter. You, I don't know you. So I, and I'm again, it's the fourth, I'm like, everything is no to me, like no new person, no new. I don't like, you know what I mean? And, but, and so that was like, almost like I couldn't even, it was hard for me to talk about the information because I was still trying to also process you as a human being. And I think, oh, totally. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you were feeling the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I mean, I had my whole anxiety knowing that it was just going to be you and I because I was like, we don't have a, we don't have like a, a relationship yet. Like, how are we right. going to do this? Even my first time being on the podcast was with the Nine Call, and I was, it was um, David, Emika, John, Nancy, and Tara. So I was the only social type on there, and it was my first yeah. time on the podcast, and I was like, I'm gonna throw up. That I what yeah. the how am I fucking gonna do this? <laughs> yeah. And then by the third time I was on the episode, it was just like a free. I was like, okay, I know you guys, I know the dynamic, I know how we like how we like flow together. So easy. Yeah, I did the four podcasts, and so obviously I, I've known Emeka and David, but um, it was still the sort of thing where I'm I'm on it, and I'm I'm like. I even just find podcasts like this is strange in general because I, I can't see you and I don't know. Like, this, okay, this is another aspect of social that is really missing. I think this is why too they like love the podcast format. I'm loving the videos I'm doing because I can look at them and mm. like mm -hmm. interact and see their facial expressions and and talk right to them. At least it feels like it. Um, the podcast is sort of strange and it's yeah like again now that I have some space and I'm like it is hilarious that social blinds were just like you guys just like go on like like this zoom meeting and like you've never talked before but like you're both social like that that's enough to connect you right like you don't have mm -hmm. to think about anything else not realizing that I mean it's fine we can do it but yeah there is a crap load of stuff that we are processing we have been processing that has nothing to do with like the material like we're trying to talk about the right. material but we, yes. just, we were doing it like the episode is just just listen to us doing social <laughs> yeah yeah and it's also listening to us getting to know each other while we talk about this information yeah exactly so that actually and that's another yeah aspect of social is like awkwardness um social blinds are awkward in the sense that you're like did you not notice that um but they're also not awkward because they don't care um right they're yeah. not concerned with the things that are awkward like to point out a situation being awkward you have to have social awareness that it's awkward mm, that's a good point yeah yeah, that's a good point. I, I feel like like another part of our dynamic just now in this is like, yeah, we both know the material. We both know how to talk about the material, but there mm -hmm. is this this extra energy that we're both distracted by the social part. Exactly. It's a, it's a distraction. It's, uh, you know, it's almost like, and I, I even feel like, I'm sure self-pressed social people like relate to this in some way as well, but there is still a sense that like, you know, in a self-pressed social world, you know, when you're like, okay, there's a new meeting and there's like 80 people there and you're like, who the hell is in this room? 
Like, mm-hmm. and, and you're, you're sort of asked to speak about something really dry and you're like, I can't, I can't even, who's that person? Like, I'm just sort of overwhelmed with like, I don't know how to talk to this person. Um, especially, I think this is even worse with social sexual, but it's like, I don't know how to be proper, professional, whatever. I don't know what that means. I don't have, I, for me, I just kind of say, again, it's, it's sort of seven-ish, like I'm going to say what I want to say thing. Um, so mm-hmm. in, in professional settings, you know, it's this kind of this self-social sort of dry, not that it's not, self-social people aren't dry, but it's like this setting of like, okay, we're just in a meeting. We're just all physically here and we have to discuss a matter. You can do that, right? And I'm like, I don't know. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it has a lot to do or with um, self-press social. It has more to do with, well, less to do with who they are as a person. Like they're just delivering information. It has not, nobody yeah. cares about, this is me pretending I'm a self-press social. Like, well, who cares what, it's not about me as a person to know right now. It's about the material. Exactly. And I feel like as a, as a social type, that is the overall, that is like the overarching theme that I'm constantly working with. Like everything that I'm like saying and doing and presenting and posting on social media is creating this image of who I am. And so like, maybe that's part of like, at least for me, that's part of the dynamic between you and I is like, the more that I talk, the more I'm like revealing myself as a person. And as a social type, I see that as like the most important thing, of course. Yeah, there's nothing else that matters. And and also, I, I feel that, yeah, revealing myself as a person and also like, how do I talk to you? Because I mm-hmm. don't know who you are yet. I don't know. So like, even as a hexad type, as a social, I have some ability to like adapt. I'm not going to adapt to the point where it's not that nine accidental empathy thing. Like, But I I sort of like, there are different pieces of me that are like this, this person's more fun. This person's more bitchy, angry, whatever that kind of like, you know, they're all me, but, and, and again, so I know we've like, like nine say this all the time and we're like, not a four, but it's right. true for everybody. We all have different facets of ourselves, And I do have some ability to adapt. Um, and, and I, I don't know how yet because we don't have like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's sort of like social violence, like, okay, we're on the call let's just talk. And I'm like, but how do I talk like to you? It took, you know, when I started working with David and Emeka, it took so long for me to be like, how do I talk to these guys? Like, who are they? And what do they want? You know, like, and I, I realized that they weren't tracking any of those things. They, you know what I mean? And and so that's why it was so confusing for me because I was like trying to figure out how to do this, this thing, this social, and I don't lose myself when I'm doing it. It's just like, but I still have, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, when I was a kid, I was afraid to ride the bus because I was like, what if I don't know where to put the change? And I don't know anybody mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. bus. And then they look at me and they see me as somebody who doesn't know how to ride the bus. Right, and I don't right. belong there now. So I just have to leave and I'm not going to ride the bus. You right, know? right. How do you feel like reputation plays into being a social type for you? Because we can also, another thing we can get into is the more micro scale of social, which is like the one-on-one versus the macro, which is like the celebrity kind of reputation, yeah, uh, legacy kind of shit. Because like, I, I do have experience with, with knowing that I am like the subject of a rumor and that uh-huh. has some energy around it for me. You know, it's this like kind of anxiety of like, oh, that's right. Other people are in charge of my image to a certain degree. Yes. You know, because like I'm not an image type in the sense that I'm not a heart type, but I do feel like social has a lot of imagey stuff. Yes. Um, so I have 
related to that. Not necessarily, like sometimes it stresses me out. Sometimes it doesn't because like it's out of my, maybe I'm just nining and I just, it's out of my hands, whatever. No, I get that. Yeah. But there is like, um, yeah, there is like a more macro scale of social that does have an effect that I am also tracking, but I'm not sure how yet, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about the thing you said about uh, like, like being the subject of a rumor. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm sort of used to people talking about like us, the admins, like, because we run a group, but ever since we started <laughs> the videos, like, you know, people have been sort of commenting and talking and it's like, because my face is on video now, all of a sudden people know me. And that's for me, at least withdrawn social type, like really uncomfortable. Like I, I don't mm -hmm. actually, so I, I had this whole website, uh, about the Enneagram. This is how Emek and I started talking and we met. I had this whole website. He found it. And was like, oh, there's a lot of information here. So he messaged me and said, hey, is this your website? It was no, hi, how are you? It was just like, hey, is this your <laughs> And I was literally like, <gasps> and I, it took me like yeah. eight months <laughs> to respond to him because I was like, I'm not, I don't know why. I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to expose myself to the Enneagram community. The fact that I even say the words Enneagram community is like, like that's, that's social. Like I was like, <laughs> it was some gated place that I couldn't step into yet. Um, mm -hmm. And so I finally responded and was like, yes, it's mine. But I was so terrified because I was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And yeah, I'm not yeah. ready to step in, you know, like I, I can't do it. Um, uh, I don't want so people to know me. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I resonate with that. Like, um, obviously, like John and I getting together and people knowing that we're together has been a point of like energy for me, too, because that is kind of yeah. like me being known in a different way, me being like framed in a different way that can also make me uncomfortable. So, yeah. so yeah, that is that like, it's outside of the personal one-on-one -on -one level. And it's kind of like an awareness that like, whether or not I'm involved, there is an image, there is like, like an mm -hmm. avatar, so to speak, you know, like I'm sure yeah. that at, where at first I was just known as like a nine, you know, I was just known as like some nine yeah. in the group. And now it's, you know, the nine that has been on the podcast or like the nine yeah. that, that is now John's girlfriend, you know? So yeah. there's, there's all this like extra stuff that sometimes I don't even like people can see me in a way that I'm not consenting to, you know, or that like, I don't want yes. to be my, like, this is not the description I would write for myself. Yes. Ex right. Exactly. It's sort of image management. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, um, you know, again, like stuff I'm, I think I was trying to say that earlier, but a lot like people will say all kinds of negative stuff about any grammar and it, it's part of the course and it, it's just mm -hmm. kind of like, you know what I mean? We deal with some sensitive material and I, I sort of understand it. Um, but when I'm like called out, you know, or attacked or whatever, which has happened many times since mm -hmm. we started the group, it really, really unsettles me. Um, mm -hmm. It's not, again, it's not like I personally care about like this person's opinion. Sort of opinion. Sure. It's, but it's, yeah, it's exactly what you said. It's like, I don't have any control over this social avatar. That's exactly what it is, right? I don't have mm -hmm. any, I'm trying to create it. I'd like to create it um, or, or just be authentic somehow. But you know, especially like, you know, if people are like misinterpreting things that I say and I can't really explain myself, it's very, very stressful. Um, whereas David and Mecca are just kind of like, eh, you know, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are you wearing that? And I'm like, but it's sort of like, yeah, it's, it's like the most important thing in some way, even though mm -hmm. this person maybe is not important, you know? Right. It becomes like kind of what I'm hearing is that it becomes less about this kind of like nobody's personal opinion and more about the image that could be spread mm -hmm. out to other people. Yeah. You're like, what something? am I doing that? Yeah, exactly. It's sort of like, okay, it's not this person, but it's just like, oh, like this is now, first of all, this person got the wrong 
thing from me and now they're spreading it so everyone's going to get the wrong thing and I don't have any problem with being seen as like bad or whatever if it's honest Mm -hmm. I just don't like you know yeah like it's I don't care about that I don't have any like I'm good I'm not good but like I I just (laughs) it it just has to be when I am being good I want to at least to be seen as what I am whatever I am I just want to be seen that way whether it's negative or positive and it's yes very stressful which is why yeah again it was really hard for me I've been studying the Enneagram for years and it took me so long to just like yeah respond to a Mecca's message like you know, create a Facebook group, post in it, um, you know, and then, oh my God, go on video. We've been talking about making these videos and I'm enjoying them now, but we've been talking about making them for years and, mm. you know, they had their own reasons for not wanting to go on video. It's just like, oh God, I have to do this social thing that, that I'm not used to doing. And for me, it was like, <laughs> I actually can do this and I enjoy doing it, but it's still a point of like adrenaline anxiety to just like, I am putting my face out right. there. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you're revealing more of yourself. And it's going to be taken, as you said, the wrong way. Like people are going to create this avatar and you just can't manage your image for everybody. It's not possible. And so you almost have to detach from it. And that's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is very difficult. And that leads me to like, yeah, like reputations and avatars and stuff like that. And like how a lot of it, of course, leads to like rumors and gossip and stuff like that feels very social. Like it feels like that all falls under the social realm. And how even like being the subject of a rumor or being the subject of gossip is really just like being fodder for other people to connect to each other. Yes. Yeah. You know, because like how many times, like even me, like how many times have I just like talked shit about someone and then developed this, like, you know, it doesn't have to be a lasting connection, but at least connected to someone on like a mutual hatred or like a mutual funny thing or like a mutual, like, you know, yummy kind of delicious thing. But yeah, gossip oh, yeah. and 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 I, I think gossip is popular because it uses somebody's image to create a social connection with somebody else. It's, it's having common ground with somebody mm-hmm. in knowing information about somebody else. It's a super common way to to connect is is to gossip. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, exactly. It's sort of like, am I? You know, do I want to put myself in the place where I'm? And it's again my six fix kind of coming up a lot. But like, yeah, do I want to put myself? in the line of fire so to speak very like six language but you know like am I going to be the one that that everybody uses that way um and I don't want to be I don't I just want to I honestly just want to put out the information and I don't really want to be I don't know talked about um right again you know maybe if I were like yeah exactly like maybe if I were like a social seven wing eight or something I'd be like you talk about me like this is fun like I'm I'm just eating this up or you know who knows but like for me I'm just like no I don't I don't really want to answer to anyone and I don't really want to be like, I want to be out there, but not too out there. Right. Still mm-hmm. kind of drawn type. I don't actually want to, yeah. I don't want to sort of jump out there too much, but I kind of have to. Yeah. That makes me, that makes me wonder what the difference, like if most like social media influencer influencers, I'm sure they're mostly social or at least have social in their stacking. I can't imagine a social find. Well, be yeah. Like- <laughs> selling fab fit fun boxes on instagram anyway go ahead (laughs) sorry um (laughs) yeah do you feel like because it's like what i was saying earlier i feel that these things like you know this this whole meeting for example um or yeah doing something like video putting myself out there it's an adrenaline booster and on some level because you're like doing the thing you know what i mean like this is the thing this is what matters more than this but it's also like 
it's also stressful, like to the point where like, if you're like, maybe a withdrawn type, it's like, I'm just going to avoid it. I don't want to do this too much. I can't even like, do you know what I mean? Like, do I need like a week's worth of adrenaline? Then like, no, maybe I won't go do that, that video or I won't post online or, you know what I mean? Just because I don't, I don't need the, the, like, yeah, the, the, just the feeling of being out there so much is so uh, stressful. Like it feels good, but also bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do relate to that. Let me think really quick. What David's like sundial thing. Um, okay, let's see. Social. <laughs> I know sundial. that he attributes. Yeah, his like little sundial thing. Yeah, yeah. I know social surprise is. I think he attributes it to the one, and then yeah. social sexual. You said is seven. Seven. Yeah. Right or two? Oh no, seven. Yeah. Okay. Seven. Yeah. And sexual social also, is two. Mm, okay. Yeah. So he also. Um, I'm not just working with this because this maybe falls in line with what, some of what you're saying. Is like he attributes social to air or to sunlight. Yeah. And yeah. so maybe some of putting yourself out there is like, I don't want all that fucking sun on me right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like those, the reason I bring up social media influencer influencers is because I have to imagine that they're mostly like sixes and threes and sevens and, you know, maybe yeah. some eights every now and then, but like people that like, I'm sure there are nines too and fours too, maybe who knows, but I imagine the withdrawn types are not going to as regularly put themselves out there because they need time out of the sun. Yeah, exactly. And this is why it's, I mean, there are a lot of nines, so it's not hard to find nines, but with, in terms of the other two withdrawn types, there already aren't that many, but it's really hard mm-hmm. to find them, you know? And then, yeah, I guess people think that we're just like not typing them because we like want to keep them for ourselves or something. <laughs> right, ridiculous. Right. But I, but I mean, no, it's, it's just, it's hard to find them. And yes, I'm sort of kind of out here doing this, but like, it's, life-giving for me but also really stressful like it's not this is not easy for me to be this out there um Mm -hmm. well yeah it is like our sacred place it's like our most exactly yeah it's the most important place so to like expose that to people that are not gonna maybe see it as precious as we see it is stressful yeah and you're kind of raw in that area too like I don't I don't trust myself to be you know, on one hand, I think we have more social intelligence than the social blinds. But on the other hand, sometimes I'm so overwhelmed by it that I'm like, I can't do this. You know? Yeah. Like I, yes. And I mean, that that makes me think of like what your anxieties would have been about making those videos versus uh, Dave and Namika making those videos. Like I imagine, I mean, yeah. of course, just speaking for them, but I imagine I don't even I wouldn't even say that they had social anxiety, maybe like maybe it was just like, oh, why do I need it, a camera on my face? You know? <laughs> it was that's what it was. Exactly. It was like, why am I looking at my face? It's almost like, you know, I, it's like like social is mirrors. Right. Like I'm looking right at myself and I'm and I'm that means I can see what other people see of me and I'm being forced to see my own reflection, which is me. I'm being forced to see social. That's what we do all day is like mm-hmm. look at our reflections because we know other people are looking at us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, it's anxiety in a different way um, where it's like, why do I, I don't want to see this. Um, it really, I mean, it's, it, it is, it's still social anxiety at the end of the day. Um, sure. Coming yeah. to a place of a blind spot versus the dominant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you react to some of their like um, social blind, uh, like giveaways or something like, like, I guess, the thing that comes up to me for me is like sometimes they've expressed like surprise or confusion at people knowing them or like feeling that you know this sort of like parasocial <laughs> yeah, dynamic and I'm like well of course you guys are talking to each other all the time you're revealing yourselves as personalities all the time of yeah. course these people think they know you <laughs> like of it's, course right. that's like something to to like watch like tv yeah it, it's funny um 
you know, it's always so like I had this really great conversation with Emeka about parasocial dynamics on the phone. And he sort of explained this whole kind of dynamic to me. And I, and I like, you know, because I liked it because we were talking about it from an analytical way. But he was also explaining it to me as if it was like a discovery. And I was like, uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it's it's like, like, welcome uh, to the party, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know that. What? Like, this is my, like, this is my air. Like, what are you talking about? Like, of course, yeah. like, I, you know, yeah. Like, this is why I've avoided this being in the public eye or whatever for so long for this very thing. Um, yeah, it, it's sort of funny um, to, to kind of like, be like I, I don't understand why you didn't already know this um mm-hmm. it's sort of like I, it's interesting with social blind because you know being self-pressed blind self-press is so obvious and it's so concrete and everybody's self-pressed so there's nothing you can tell me that's news but it does sort of feel like like I don't really have to think about that like you guys are all <laughs> losers for like like you know I see people running in the morning and I'm like loser like why <laughs> you don't have to take care of your body that's just running doesn't even do anything like you know what I mean I'm just like what that like it's a sort of like immaturity about that that blind spot (laughs) that you're like I know I know that this is just like facts like yes I should be like going for a run in the morning with that person wearing the like spandex lululemon shorts and like (laughs) you know what I mean I'm just like god it's so like I'm just like this so stupid like why are you doing this but it's like it's not stupid you know what I mean it's so it's a different reaction where like you can't surprise me with self-pres but I, I reject it. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so stupid. Like, I can't believe anyone would do any of that crap. Like, why are you lifting yeah. a heavy object and then putting <laughs> it back down? It's like, what is that? Like, why do you need your muscles to be bigger or whatever? Like, it's so dumb. But um, yeah, it's the same kind of thing with them where it's like, they're, they're like, can you believe that other people see us? I'm like, right. I, yes, I can. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. so funny. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, when I hear them like get confused about other people seeing them, like, where do you think yeah. you've been this whole time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's super bizarre. Like that, like I yeah. can't. How do you not? What do you do? What do you? What are you thinking about when you say words? Right, right, right. Yeah, there is like social. So like self-pressed blind shocks me in a different way, but you know, sexual blind is like the water I live in. So I'm like, yeah, that's a normal yeah. person. Um, but there exactly. is something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is something like about social blind that I'm like, it feels very like they have depersonalized themselves sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. or like, like, I think I said this once there is like, like a, a certain flavor of like self-objectification without the personal, yeah. without the name to it. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, that all, shocks yeah. me. Well, they don't, um, I, I get this without the name. I mean, that's a sort of, that's interesting because. Yeah, I feel like one thing that social sexual does in a weird way is like give things nicknames like, okay, mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. we're this group. We're the like cool kids. We're the this. We're the, ah, like, let's, right, let's yes. name. And, you know, like every everything has to have a name and a badge and an icon. And, you know what I mean? And so I think social self-pres like, you know, does that like yeah. shields, crest badges, a lot of that kind of like, you know, uniform, whatever. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the thing that social blind is not, they are not. And also sometimes like when they're talking to you, this just turned into like a social blind roast, but like what else? I are know, that's okay, let's um, do it. Yeah, um, <laughs> when they're talking to you, they're not really talking to you, you know what I mean? Like I have a lot of social blind friends that like I, I don't even, I don't know, I don't mean it as an insult. I, like I, no. I, 
I'm a, actually in some ways I like it because I don't know, I'm a four and I don't actually want anyone to touch me or get close to me most of the time. But so, mm-hmm. but there is something that, yeah, it's like, you know, you're talking and I could literally be hanging myself in the corner and I'd be dead for five minutes and you turn and be like, ah, you know what I mean? Like you didn't notice that I wasn't listening to you, wasn't interested, wasn't really connecting with you or the opposite. Like I'm really interested and I'm really connecting and they still don't notice or care or something. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that is so funny. Yeah. There is this, this like obvious way that they're not like tracking the other person. Like, of course, like in a sexual way, sure. Um, but like on a personal level, there is, God, it's so funny. Yeah. There's this, this like way that they're not tracking. Like I've noticed <laughs> shots right next to me. So he's just going to hear me roast him a little bit. <laughs> no, Perfect. <laughs> like, uh, John and I have this, this, uh, let's see, like sometimes when we're like walking around town, John will walk ahead of me and like not realize that he's like, leaving me behind. <laughs> it's yeah. like, dude, hello. I'm like 10 feet behind you. Yeah. Fucking wait for me. Yeah. Where it's like, this thing of like, it's so mission oriented until we get to the place. And then we get to the place and he's like, okay, yeah. So anyway, I'm like, hello. Did you not realize that we were disconnected the whole way there? <laughs> yeah. I think, you know what? I mean, this wasn't supposed to be a social blind roast, but I, I think it's interesting because it really, I mean, what better way to contrast? Like, it's hard to explain what social, social is yeah. if you don't explain what it isn't. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And no, I think it's good. And I'll say too, to like balance it what you were saying about how sometimes like how sometimes it's nice to be around social blinds yes like I find it as like a huge relief often because like I know that he's not tracking the same that they're not tracking the same things that I am like it's just like not an anxiety like sometimes actually being around other social dominance can be this extra stressor because especially of course this is me being a nine but like I'm like oh, they're uncomfortable. I need to make this comfortable for them. Like, oh, is this actually, you know what I mean? Like there's this double dose of anxiety that with the social blind, it's just like, no, they don't care about that. Like they're not tracking it. So I can just, I can like safely disconnect without them thinking it's real. Like it's disconnecting. You know what I mean? Like they're they're not being triggered by the same things that I am. So I can just chill for a second. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. There's, there's a, there's a good and a bad, right? Because that's, that's the good. Absolutely. And then the bad is that like, all that's great. But then when you're like doing your thing, (laughs) you know what I mean? And they didn't notice any of the things that you were doing. You're sort of like, I don't know how to, you kind of lose yourself because you're like, how am I supposed to communicate or exist now? If this person's not tracking, like, I don't, you know, how are we doing this? Um, But you kind of learn in that case, it just becomes sort of friend by friend. You're just like, I don't, you know, you kind of like, oh, they're not listening to me right now. Or this is just how it's going to be or whatever. You just kind of learn them. Um, but that's what mm-hmm. we're trying to do with socials. I need to learn you. Um, and it's just easier to do it with socials because they're sending you all these signals and they're trying to learn you too. Um, it could be a negative, completely negative connection. It's not always mm-hmm. positive, but it, you're still trying to learn the other person. You could be trying to learn how to piss them off, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I think sometimes even with like the negative um, reputation that the group has sometimes, like that is that is still social how do I say it? That is like still like a social sort of marketing strategy of like, oh, let's just be the, the, the like provocative, you know, group that just right. pisses people off kind of deal. Yeah. I mean, definitely not doing it on purpose, but that's sometimes what happens. Yeah. Well, sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel social disruption 
we can just kind of mm-hmm. cover this really quickly. Like I, I'm, I'm a super relationship oriented person. I think being a withdrawn type, that's where I get most of my social juices in these like one at a time yeah, thing. Like same. in a big group, yeah. I can get overwhelmed pretty quickly. So it's like, I don't do groups at all. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like groups, which is interesting too. Cause like another misconception I think is social keeps getting attributed to groups like fuck groups I hate groups <laughs> yeah it's not absolutely groups. hate them okay so I don't just know to clear that any up. social bomb that well I you know okay I never want to say things this simply but I don't know a social bomb who like loves groups I know mm-hmm. lots of self-pressed social people who like groups and one-to-one um mm, that's interesting but, yeah with social as a play yeah. zone Social is a play zone, exactly. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think of like, I, I don't know. I think there's some, you know, it depends. Like sevens, for example, they're kind of just cool with everything sometimes. So it does mm-hmm. depend. If, you, if, you're, if you're not a picky person, you're not going to be picky in general. But I do find that, yeah, social doms are the ones who are like, I'm, if, if there's one extra person at that table that I don't want to see, I'm just going to stay home. <laughs> That's funny, yeah how do you track like when the social connection's been disrupted or like, how do you, like, what does that do for you? And like, how do you know it? I feel like I'm wildly in tune with, with like how much attention and energy I'm getting from, from a person, which is why I like insist on Mm -hmm. one-to-one. And so if somebody kind of like comes in and starts talking, that's horrible. Or if, (laughs) I don't know, or if our conversation just like completely goes dry or something, that's horrible. I'm, Mm-hmm. I think I'm, yeah, again, that ball back and forth metaphor. I mean, it's kind of simple, but it sort of works because it it's in the air and it's also, it takes effort from both people. It's reciprocal. Yes. It gives you a, an adrenaline rush. It's fun, but it's also difficult and you can do it at different speeds. Like it's, so all of that kind of plays into, you know, and if, if, the, if that, if it slows down or the ball drops or you miss it or the person didn't want to catch it or whatever, like that, all the, all those kinds of like, like the tiniest little things, like, you you notice, like I said something and they didn't smile yeah. or they didn't look me in the eye or they, they started talking about their own thing, which means they didn't care about my thing. I'm not interesting. We're not connecting. I'm, I have to go, you know? Hmm, interesting. Yeah. 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 So that makes me think of something I was talking about, um, I don't know, maybe it was like a week ago or a couple of days ago. I attribute it to like astrology and having like a different Mercury sign than this person. Mm-hmm. So like I was recounting this like uh, relationship that I was in where the the sort of communication, like the back end, because social is a lot of communication. So I wonder if there's yeah. a relationship with Mercury in general. But um, Mercurial is second in Michael's teachings. Anyways, so one of the right. things, like one way Me that too. I can measure. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, like one of the ways that I can measure connection is that reciprocation is that sort of like mercurial creativity, this sort of mm-hmm. pinging back and forth. And like, I remember in, in a past relationship, like that was such a place that the ball would drop constantly because like, I do like that passing of the ball back and forth. Like you said, that's actually a great metaphor. The more I like really sit with it and let it resonate. Um, in this particular relationship, I would try to like have this ball go back and forth and then he would just say like the final punctuation mark and it was this yeah, thing of yeah. like oh I'm getting like this is like the opportunity for me as a sexual blind like I do get a lot of arousal out of the social space out right. of that like communication pinging you know this like sort of like verbal creativity yeah so yeah, when yeah. it just gets this like final punctuation mark so early it's like being cut off like so early it's like come on this is not gonna get me anywhere at all yeah 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 so like 
I do think that in relationships and in friendships, there needs to be a capacity to have that. I don't know, maybe this is an arrogant way to say it, but this sort of like intellectual creativity. Like, can we just like build castles in the sky back and forth and like work together on it? Or is it just going to be me doing it and you responding to it? Because that's boring. Yeah, I think, and I think even social seconds will feel that as well. Like that need Mm -hmm. to, and and I, okay. I think everybody feels that like wants intellectual stimulation. I just think with social, it's like tied into like, this person is connecting with me. It's not just information, but they're saying it. And they're Mm -hmm. doing it in their way and I'm responding it. And so we are like now together, you know what I mean? I'm not just throwing a ball to some robot and they're throwing it back um, or computer. It's like, this is a person. I could get this information if I wanted to. We have all the information we need, but it's better to get it this way and connect. Mm -hmm. And and you're, you're, again, it's, you're not just getting it. You're throwing the ball back and then you're catching it again, you know? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel also just to ping off of that, I feel like also as a social type, it's rare that I'm going to be delivering information if it doesn't somehow relate to me. Like if it doesn't <laughs> somehow relate to like, like, um, you know, like my experience, maybe this is me being body type too, but like, like, you know, me talking about social, I'm obviously talking about my experience as a social type or me right. talking about like a different experience or a different stacking is going to be my experience with a sexual type or my experience with a, uh, what's the other one? Self-press type. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it isn't necessarily like a textbook delivery. There is like a personal, it's like saturated in my personhood and we're working with that. I also find just in that sort of like people focused thing that I don't, I talk about myself, but I also instantly will start talking about people as a whole. Like if you ask me something like, what's your favorite Beatles song? I'll say something like, well, I think a lot of people like this song and this is how people, like I'm instantly, like I can't just answer, I know what my favorite, I can tell you what my favorite song is, but I'm like, I'm now aware that what I say is in some larger context of like what everybody else thinks and likes. And, you know, as a four, I might try to pick some stupid, unique thing or whatever. (laughs) Like like the thing that you don't expect or whatever, but it's like, you know, I'm still, I'm hyper aware. And I, even in my speech, I will automatically which is, you know, I think probably what makes me good at being able to talk about the Enneagram in, in my own way is that like, I'm, I'm not talking just about myself. I relate to me, as you said, but like, I'm, I'm like now I'm like seeing all people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, let's talk about nines and that's, that's a large group. And I can talk about, I'm only going to be able to talk about it because I've experienced nines. If I haven't, then I don't care to talk about it. Um, but I, I I like, widen my speech you know what I mean like I you know somebody ever ask you a question about yourself and you are answering on behalf of everyone Mm, yeah yeah well I feel like maybe that's a way to like include other people or like like a way to kind of like broaden and widen the net or something maybe I'm off with yeah like I don't know I mean for me it's like I don't I don't care if you feel included it's more like (laughs) I just (laughs) I mean no I do but like it's not I think I'm just doing because I'm like I'm just how I'm those are the lenses I'm wearing. I'm not just mm-hmm. seeing, you know, even if we're the two of us, we're sitting here and I want us to have this, this conversation, throwing ball, whatever, but we're, we're sitting in a restaurant with a bunch of people and that restaurant's in a city and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? We're just the whole, we're always just kind of in the whole world. And mm-hmm. even if people yeah, aren't directly atmosphere. looking at me now, you know, they're, they can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. That's a little main character energy there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know that I would have come to that myself, but that feels that feels like that feels like something. Yeah, yeah there's it's just kind so of like this larger is, context. Mm-hmm. So this is maybe embarrassing, but we might as well 
Um, do you, this, <laughs> this might just, the ball might drop here, but do you watch, <laughs> or like, how do you feel about, um, reality? Well, okay. I'll just say it. Like I do have a fascination with reality TV because it is you watching like, you know all you're of talking these. About four, so you're like, <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like there is a sort of like I love reality TV, not because I think it's going to teach me anything or deepen anything about my like, right. you know, whatever, but it's just because I love watching like these different personalities just kind of walk through the jungle that is the social realm. And some people do it, some people are very skilled at it, some people really suck at it. And it's also yeah. maybe having a six fix, it's kind of fun to predict like oh, this person said this, she's going to fucking lose her shit. Or this, if she does it this way, then she can kind of delicately through get delicately get through that obstacle or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever else, like watching other social structures is also pretty fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I get really high watching shows like the office where, oh yeah. You know, it's actually, I mean, it's, it's actually a very self-social show, but like the Mm -hmm, tone of it is all about like, you know, or even Seinfeld, again, very self-pressed social show, but it's those kind of shows where they're, they're doing social play area, but they're really playing. So yes, yeah, mm-hmm. social time, I'm just kind of watching and I'm just like, oh my God, it's so awkward. I can't even breathe. And it's like so exciting, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly that. I mean, Eve, I've also mentioned that like, even watching social, I guess social media, not just like Instagram and Facebook and, you know, whatever, uh, Twitter, whatever else, but even just like, television shows and movies and stuff like that like that gave me a lot of the framework that taught me a lot about how to navigate the social realm mm-hmm. you know I would see like what was portrayed in like romantic relationships and in friendships you know like like mean girls was like a not that that necessarily taught me anything but there is something very true about like the dynamic that is broadcasted in that movie that yeah. everything is just like very clicky and it's like it's like the social realm can be such a fucking disaster jungle so seeing, I don't know, getting to see that dynamic from an outside place by watching shows like this can be really informative, can really like show a lot of the mess. Because like yeah. the social realm is super fucking messy sometimes. Yeah. I think the difference between us in that respect, because I think I, I know exactly what you're saying, except the difference is I don't absorb anything that I deem to be like basic and accepted as truth and everything is basic to me so like I don't (laughs) I'll watch all this stuff and be like no disgusting and then I can't actually I'm still learning from it though like I think I'm still doing what you're doing except I'm not taking it in as like I don't know how to put this I'm just not I'm not a receptive person (laughs) like you know Mm -hmm, what I mean I'm not mm -hmm. I'm not accept or not I'm not accepting let's say yeah receptive but not accepting Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's basically what I was getting to, or what I was like coming to that. It sounds like you like see it as information, but you can, you just like swat it away. (laughs) Yeah. Or I'll, I'll do, you know, I think a lot of, I I think social sexual specifically do, but like, you know, we kind of idealize social interactions that we do like on TV. So like, I've always wanted, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I can watch a show like a sitcom. I, I, watched Will and Grace when I was a kid and it was like the only gay show on TV and also it was really mm-hmm. funny it's like very very 90s but it was hilarious and I, I just remember <laughs> like god I just want to be them I just want to live I want I want some crazy larger than life seven to like barge into my bedroom and start on some like you know what I mean like I want this life yeah. <laughs> I want Kramer to dive into my room like I you know I've said this to other social people like I want that life where everybody's just sort of 
a little bit too close to each other and they're always entertained by each other and they just kind of like live. Um, but then I'm also like disappointed and disgusted by the fact that like you no know, <laughs> people could ever actually be that mm. interesting to me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So um, yeah, that's but very I want frustration it, type. You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like as an attachment type, a lot of how I understand that social and, you know, just how people go through the world is dictated by what I see. Like, I think like as an attachment type, what I see must be the truth. Like if it comes from, it's really super easy for me to discount what comes from me. Cause I just don't like, you know, like I have information that comes from me, but it can very easily get overrided by the external because I just assume that everybody else has it down and that I'm just learning. Like, I, I have the opposite. Like if you think of the complete opposite, that's four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that covers yeah. attachment versus hexad in yeah, the social that, realm. <laughs> yeah. It's Thank you for because, listening. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and we're done. No, I mean, it's, but it's interesting because yeah, like what you're saying is we're still, but it's good to parse this out because we're still both doing like, I'm still tracking the same thing you're tracking. I'm just... Mm-hmm pushing up against it with all of my shit because hexad you know what i mean they they're like spiky sharp people that kind of just walk through and stab things like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i'm here i'm standing you know whereas attachment is like okay like i have a bag i can take some of this stuff and put it in my bag and i'll look at it later and that kind of it's just like there's like a wider container there's more space for attachment Mm -hmm. types but are we tracking the same things yes it's just not reacting to it in the same way Yeah, that is interesting. Something that, um, this is something John and I have talked about, but that like me as an attachment type, I assume the way of the world is fixed and I have to adapt to it. Ah, yeah. And so it sounds like, like, since we're both social types, it sounds like, like, you know, how social interactions are supposed to go and then like, you will accept nothing less. Whereas I'm like, no, it's already there. It's how it is. I have to make my way through it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, okay. So for sure, I think yeah, this is important because social, even as the hexad type, there's absolutely an element of adaptation in social. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm less hexad than say John, because I, I have that social dominant in a, in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do have to adapt. Like I was saying, I'm aware that, like if I used the example earlier about like going to a party or something where my friend was like, I'll just go and I'll sit there. And I'm like, no, I know I'm <laughs> supposed to adapt. I know I have to in order to like, again, get that ball going back and forth but I refuse to adapt with those people. And I refuse to attach. I refuse to just show up and be like, we're all people. So I guess we like each other. Like we're already brothers and sisters. It's like, no, I I hate you all. I don't know you. I don't care. And it stresses me out that I would have to try to start throwing a ball back and forth with you because I don't want to, but I, but I want, I do have the energy. I have that ball in my pocket all the time. And so I'm frustrated. I'm looking, I'm like trying to find that person or whatever in any moment who's going to start playing catch with me. Um, but mm-hmm. it's not those people over there and it's not those people over there. And I guess I'll just stay home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. That's also that. <laughs> that's so good. That's interesting too, that we're also speaking to two different flavors of being withdrawn. They're just like, everything sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to participate. Whereas mine is more like, if I'm out there, then I'm going to be obligated to maintain these connections that are in front of me or maintain these social interactions that are in front of me, which is why like when the pandemic happened and when lockdown happened, there was this like very quick, easy wave of relief of like, thank God. Now I don't have to do any of that shit. 
like I have my own brand of like particularity when it comes to the friendships that I choose and the connections that I like want to keep because I know that I can get easily swept into like a place of of needing to maintain it. So I I feel like I'm pretty particular about choosing friendships and connections that are going to be low maintenance. <laughs> right, right, right. Does that make sense? Because if I end up connected to a high maintenance person, I'm going to be drained. Yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. the social interaction is important to me. I'm, I'm there. I have no choice. I'm going to, to like serve it basically. Yeah. And it sounds like it's just the kind of energy of like attachment, you know, again, we both want that social thing, but you're sort of like, almost like you said, like you have no choice, but to Mm -hmm. attach, but to go out and adapt. And, and with attachment, there's, and it's not necessarily this openly positive thing, but there's a, an assumption that everybody around you is already your brother and your sister. And so if you're Mm -hmm. in this anthropic attachment type, which happens all the time, it's almost like you have to put up this, like, no, no, all the time. It's like a force. No, that like, I'm not going to merge and I'm, I'm not going to, cause you, your tendency is to, whereas me, it is really not difficult for me to just like, my initial reaction is no, <laughs> like, mm-hmm, I have, mm-hmm. I'm just not doing that. <clears throat> and I don't have trouble. I have trouble saying yes. I have trouble being like, Oh, maybe I like this person. Maybe that they're interesting. And maybe, you know what I mean? That that wasn't boring and shallow. Maybe it was okay. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's really just, it's, it's the same thing though. The point is that that space is sacred. And so, and we both know there is some obligation for us to be in that space a certain way and respond to it a certain way. Whereas Mm -hmm. like social blinds, I don't think that they feel that as much. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to be particular in some way, you know, about how much we engage in it. And for you, it was almost like, again, there's a nine passivity. So it's like, Oh, thank God the lockdown, the world just made it so that I don't have to explain my, I don't have to draw lines right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. I could just, <laughs> it's the lines drawn for me. You know what I mean? For me, it was almost like, I actually need people to force me over lines. You know what I mean? Like just, mm. oh my God, just take one step, just try, just go, you know what I mean? Go to that club, go to this event. You know what I mean? And again, I'm frustration. I'll always be disappointed, but like here and there, it's like, I'm still a human being and something will happen that makes me happy. And it's, it's nice that I, stepped over that line so yeah the lockdown for me was almost like counter to what I needed in a sense oh wow yeah that is interesting hmm yeah that's cool yes again just to underline the the withdrawn thing it sounds like you withdraw because nothing out there is good enough and I withdraw almost as like a protective measure because like yeah I need to hide from things because I know that I'll get swept up and like I don't want to get swept up into the wrong thing yeah you're porous so you need to make sure that when you go out that you know, you're not just sort of absorbing things that you don't want to absorb. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, damn. <laughs> I hope that they find this interesting because I feel like, again, this whole kind of thing that we did is was an interesting social situation and we got to actually talk about it um, in mm-hmm. itself. And um, yeah, I mean, I think there's some good stuff here. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's anything we didn't cover. So I think yeah. we're good, too. <laughs> <laughs> we did the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was cool. Yeah. We'll see. Well, it was I'll nice be... to like meet you and talk to you. I know. Likewise. Yeah. I know that we have like chatted here and there, yeah. like in like little spurts of time, but it was, yeah, it's cool. It was fun. Okay. Well, I'm right. going to go. I'm starving. Um, it was nice talking to you and um, that's it. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Same. Yeah. It was good talking to you too. All okay. right. Well, have a good rest of your day. <laughs> you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
I'm just fooling myself.